To begin this podcast, we would like to acknowledge the traditional territory of the Anishinaabek Nation, the people of the three fires known as Ojibwe, Odawa, and the Potawatomi Nations, and further, give thanks to the Chippewas of Saugeen and the Chippewas of Nawash, now known as the Saugeen Ojibwe Nation, as the traditional keepers of this land. To find out what land you're on, visit native-land.ca. Welcome to Ann Eldersley Archives Podcast. I'm Ruby. And I'm Alex. During this podcast, we will learn about our community through storytelling related to the seven pillars that make up a community. Arts, civic structure, history, heritage, um, environment, health, commerce, and faith. Today, I am joined by um, Peter Steinecker. Um, So first, uh, how long have you been in Ann Eldersley? I have been in Ann Eldersley for 48 years. Uh, I was 28 years old. Um, what's your favorite part about living here? The wide open spaces, the um, easy to access, uh, the friendliness, and uh, the availability of services. So um, to start off, how do you feel about Paisley's branding as the Artistic River Village? I, I think it's a wonderful thing and I think I believe these towns need to do more of this. I was a part of this branding uh, through uh, various um, committee um, uh, participation. I worked closely with the uh, the Paisley uh, community uh, groups. They have different business groups here. Uh, we did first impressions and um, we worked for about oh, seven years, I would say six or seven years on this. And um, I believe that the people in Paisley have done a tremendous job. And I'm, I, I was proud to be part of that at the time. Yeah, that's really neat. I bet that was a fun experience it to was, kind of be a it, part of. It was tremendous. The first impressions, we went to Coldwater, and which is, I guess you call it a sister mm-hmm. town of, of Paisley. We, we were incognito over there. We all spread out to different places and we asked questions and we, um, you know, we went to restaurants to see how service was, uh, prices and all that type of thing. And then we got together and critiqued the whole town and they did the same with Paisley. It was very, very interesting. I've only been involved with um, Paisley businesses in the Paisley community for about a year now, but I've heard about this First Impressions Committee over and over and over, and yes. everyone everyone raves about it. So yes. it must be very special to be it is, directly and I, involved. And I believe, if I may add, um, our other two uh, urban centers, Tara and Chesley, uh, do not have quite the... Um, how can I say the 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 business? Uh, not 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 so much business, but the community involvement through groups. They're working on it, and I know Tara is looking at this point in being a first imp- uh, or in getting into the first impressions program. I'd be very interested in doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Um, so, how present was the art when you first moved to Aaron Eldersley? How present was the art? Yeah. Um, 
I would say very low. Um, it, that's hard to describe when you when you talk about art. Um, there wasn't much going on at that time. It was a, a very small town. It's progressed tremendously since since I've been there in 48 years. So um, I would say art was low on the totem pole. Like you said that there was very little art, but like what, what was that type of art? Was it like music? Was it visual art? Was it um, theater? We, we certainly have some good musicians up around the Terra Aran area. Um, I think they've gone through a phase. I think it has sort of died down now. There was some, um, quite a bit of music. Um, I don't know, I can't really, really say much more than that. Um, okay. Yeah, do you have, um, do you have a favorite type of art now that you like to see within the community and like, that you like to get involved in with it, involved in within the community. Um. Well, I I certainly think the music aspect of it is is good. Um, when you say art, um, I mean art as far as pictures and that type of thing. I think we we need to do more of that. I think this this uh, this Paisley Museum here is a is a great thing for the community. So um, I, I think I'm fairly interested in that, that type of thing. Um, no, that's, that's probably what I would, I would, how would I answer that. So um, do you feel that um, as Paisley has grown, it has attracted more artists? I'm not sure about that. I, I believe there's probably more artists here. Um, I know they have a music festival in the summertime, and um, I'm, I'm not sure what else. There's, um, they've certainly, from an art point of view, with, with murals and stuff, our towns have sort of, sort of sat back in the background and not advanced enough. I believe, I believe this, and you always get the naysayers. We just recently in Terra, if I may say, have put a, a mural on the on the pool house on the uh, east and north side, and it's tremendous. It was just finished. It's it's modern day swimming stuff, plus a little bit of history with Cyclone Taylor's picture on. If anybody doesn't know Cyclone Taylor, he was the he was born in Terra, and he was the first. A designated superstar of the NHL and his name is on the, the the bottom part of the cup of the of the Stanley Cup. So what brought you to um, Aaron Eldersley? Well I'm I was in the grocery business for so long I was working in Kitchener I worked with a company down there for 11 years and I decided to strike out on my own uh, I, I was married we had two, two small children and uh, living in the Kitchener and Waterloo area was tremendous, uh, but I had, a, I had a desire to have my own business and I wanted to be in a small town. And um, we, we looked at various spots. When I saw Tara, I said to my wife, this is the spot we're gonna be. The, uh, the economics of the whole grocery industry has changed so much. And I would say we almost 
I wouldn't say we're forced to get out, but certainly it was not feasible to stay in. What are some of your, your favorite things about being in the grocery industry? Business? Well, certainly, certainly dealing with the people. I really enjoyed that. Um, I enjoyed the day-to-day -day operation. I really enjoy the ordering and um, uh, dealing with, with employees and customers. You know, it can be a challenge at times, but, but I really love the grocery business. Um, I've been in it. I worked at Zayers Markets in Kitchener for 11 years, which is where I got my start. So I've had pretty close to 40 years in the grocery business. Can be frustrating, but it's very, very, it's, it's good. There was nothing better after a couple weeks of being in Terra, walking into my store in the morning, knowing that, wow, this is mine. Yeah, I bet that was just incredibly rewarding. It was, it was. Mm -hmm. And you said, sorry, um, but when you said you moved here, um, you had two small children. Did they play any sports growing up? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, my son was very heavily involved in hockey, in baseball, school soccer. My daughter uh, played ringette, uh, baseball, and um, just they were just they were just sports. They got that from me. Um, you mentioned that you had to, you were almost forced out of the grocery store business because of the changes. And what kind of changes were those? The lack of, of wholesale companies was certainly involved in that. Uh, less people to choose from. There were buyouts. And when um, you don't have as much choice, your prices rise. Uh, they sort of take control of you. We had flyers that they controlled our flyer, they control, controlled the pricing, and it was just, it was just not as pros, pros, profitable, excuse me, anymore. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and you also mentioned you really, really loved to interact with customers and interact with your employees. Do you have any standout funny customer service stories you can share? Oh, yes. Um, oh, I, that was kind of loud. Um, yes, I do. Um, Certainly, the general feeling of people is that we're way too far, uh, too high priced. Um, uh, you know, they they believe it or not, actually try to dicker on price sometimes. Not many, not a lot. I don't. But one particular funny story: I had a lady come in one afternoon, and she was buying baby formula. Uh, Similac is what it was. Cans of powdered Similac. And my price on that was $8.99. She said, is this really $8.99? I said, well, yes, it is. Well, she said, I was in Own Sound, and their price is $6.99. Well, I said, ma'am, you should have bought it there. Well, she said, they didn't have any. I said, well, we, when we don't have any, ours is only $1.99. <laughs> well, you know, there, there's, there's funny things that happen. There are frustrating times. Yeah, I remember I used to work at a grocery store as a cashier and I had many, many funny interactions that I look back at and just they just make me laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 funny how the, how people now don't no don't handle those bananas roughly, you know, be very careful with that. Not that that's a funny thing. That's just being prudent. But um No, it's it's a, it's a great business. It's it's a really great business, but not near as easy as people think and they see you know, lineups of, of people at your checkout and that, and they think, man, he's just rolling in the money. But in the grocery business, of every dollar you take in, at least 
95 cents of that belongs to somebody else. Yeah, the profit margins are, are quite very, small. Very, low, yeah. very low. And and expenses now are high. Yeah, hydro has got extremely high. I know what some of the guys in the stores are paying for hydro, and, and I don't know how they can do it. Wages have gone up, and they should. Um, it's always been a low-wage industry. How has the expansion of Aaron Aldersley um, impacted the business environment, would you say? Well, I, th I think the expansion of Aaron Eldersley, um, and it has expanded over the years, it has very, very much expanded, has certainly helped the business industry. I know we have a lot more um, manufacturing going on, believe it or not. Um, certainly the farmers, the, the uh, rural area, ha have got in market gardening very heavily, and um, I think some of the businesses, I believe, are suffering a little bit, but on the other hand, and I'll use Terra example, we have three or four very prosperous businesses on the south end of town that weren't there 40 years ago. So one of the things that has really helped was natural gas coming to Terra, and that is coming to Paisley and Chesley in the next couple years, and that is really going to help their business. Uh, communities. It's going to bring more people in. Our population in Terra has doubled since we went there. Uh, uh, you know, that, that seems big. There were like 650 people when we moved there. Just a small town. And we've had two or three subdivisions built with another one coming and, and tremendous, tremendous expansion. Yeah, I was gonna say, I hadn't been to Terra too many times, but when I was there, I couldn't believe how many subdivisions were going up and it just blew my mind. I thought, oh, Terra's just a tiny little, tiny little town and so much is happening. Yeah, and, and I believe, um, well, Paisley, I guess, and, and Chesley to some de degree, we're, we're close to everything. We're, we're, we're close to the big centers. We can get to Toronto and Kitchener very, very, Easily, mm -hmm. and you're also nice and close to the beach and to Owen exactly. Sound, and 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 then you're and yet you're in a rural community, and that's what people really like, I think. Do you miss the um, like closeness of Aaron Eldersley, or do you think the expansion um, of the community is is better? I think the expansion is good, but I think we're still a close community. I I believe um, when you look at um, you know, minor sports have amalgamated. We, we work together now on that. And, um, no, I, I think there's a real closeness here. And I, I, I think um, uh, certainly um, our works departments work uh, much closer. You don't just work for the town of Chesley or Paisley anymore. You work for Aaron Eldersley. And I believe that's very, very strong. Did you do like a lot of work for the, like volunteer work for the municipality, for example, like fall fairs or something? I have been very heavily involved in the community. I, the day I came to Terra, I, I joined the Rotary Club. The day I came, the former owner, he was a, a strong Rotarian and we, he, he was at the store that day and at six o'clock he said, get your tie and shirt on, we're going to Rotary tonight. And I said, Ooh, what is Rotary? And I'm telling you, it, it was a, I've been in Rotary over 40 years. I've been involved with minor hockey. I coached minor baseball for nine years. Um, 
I've been very, very involved with or with committees. I was one of the organizers uh, for our 2006 homecoming, which was, I guess I can pat myself on the back, plus the other two girls that worked with me. Um, we were very, very successful. We put a lot of money back into the community and um, for the Legion and for the, the Canets and the Rotary Club for improvements. It was, it was wonderful. That was, that was one of the most fun times of my life. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same. Um, the week before I, I moved to Paisley, I was already like, sort of like, hey, can I join the youth council group? So. Exactly, and, and I think we need more of that. I'd like to see more people get involved. Uh, some of the groups now, it seems are, um, people aren't just quite as interested as they used to be. They, they claim to be too busy, which I do not buy. When I came to town, I had a grocery store and I was working, we were open six days and I worked seven a lot, two small kids. My wife worked in the store. She was involved with, with various things. Um, with the Rebecca Lodge and Agriculture Society. So we were busy. What drew you to join those kind of community groups and community organizations? Well, certainly from a, from a business aspect, I, I believe it was helpful, but I just, I just like being involved in the, in the community. I just like to be involved. Um, I love helping to make decisions. I like to be in on that and uh, you know, be part of that. It's just that that's is the rewarding part about it, being involved. Is that what made you to continue to go back and continue to volunteer more and do more? Absolutely, absolutely. And and I know a lot of people when they got out of businesses, they kind of shied away from the service clubs. I I, I just couldn't make myself do that. I. I had to, uh, I just wanted to stay there. I've got a daughter and husband and two kids living in Tara, and I'm concerned about their future, and I want the town to be good. Or the community, I want the, the, the municipality to be good. So um, has the governmental structure of the municipality changed in any noticeable way? You mean since we came to Tara? Oh, very much so. Um, we used to each and that was the, the five area, areas, Paisley, Terra, Chesley, uh, Aaron Township and Elders, they each had their own government. And um, that has changed with amalgamation. Um, certainly working together has, has got a lot uh, um, stronger, I guess I could say. Um, the structure has really changed. It, it, it's changed a lot. Uh, so much more is getting done. So much more improvements. Um, you know, we, we've we achieved sewers in Terra. Um, the the roads work together. Yeah, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of structural change. So you said um, you were um, that part of the rotary. Were you part? I don't really know if the Legion and the Rotary are the same thing, but were you like, were, um, were you a part of the Legion? No, no, I haven't been. I support the Legion. We both do. In fact, I'm very much thinking, uh, in fact, I'm going to within the next few months. COVID has slowed everything down. Um, I'm going to join the Legion. Uh, not just to be part, like, 
to be part of the Legion and, and, and get in on their activities. Like they go different places to play uh, Euchre tournaments, cribbage tournaments. Um, and unless you're a member, you can't do that. And they have just started up in Terra. They have started, uh, they've put four horseshoe pits in. Um, I'm a horseshoe fan. That's about all I can play anymore. I'm too old to play hockey. Um, and I would like to get involved with that, so I will join the club. I, I we, we go to their dinners. They have a, an awful lot of dinners. Um, since COVID has, has taken over, they've... they've um, had a lot of takeout dinners, and I'm not real fond of that. I like to be able to go in, sit down at the table, and, and have a dinner. Um, but I have been a member of Rotary for 40-some years. I had to leave for a few years because of an illness in our family, but uh, I went right back in once I once things sort of leveled out. Yeah, I'd imagine that um, the social aspect of these service clubs are incredibly important. Do you have any comments or expansion on that? Um, yes, the, the social aspect is, is, is very important. Um, it brings people together. Um, certainly the Legion, they're, they're a very social group. Um, and they have a lot of things that do go on that that leads to the or helps with the the sociability of a village rotary maybe not quite as much we do an awful lot of work we just completed a new walking bridge in terra which was uh, very expensive for us and uh, that has helped socially it's got people walking and getting together it's been it's been really really good yeah, I was on the walking bridge last summer, and it's lovely. It's, it's wonderful. wonderful. It's yeah. wonderful. And the nice thing is, we've almost got it paid for. There you go. <laughs> so that kind of ties into um, tourism. So um, the increase in business in Aaron Eldersley has resulted in higher tourism. Um, how do you feel about this? Well, I, I'm certainly all in favor of tourism. I think it's a great thing for... Our, our municipality. We have a real good trailer park here in in Paisley. Wonderful spot, as a matter of fact, and and that brings a lot of people. There's a there's one in Chesley, not quite as big, uh, but but good, and it's it's looked after by the municipality. They do a great job. Um, I think we really, I think we cater to tourism. I think we. Um, the businesses stay open later, say in the summertime when people are traveling. I, I think that's a, a major, major part of it. And um, unfortunately, we're not right on the water like Sabo Beach or Port Elgin, so um, we can't cater to that end of it. But our tourism is very good. Well, and we have the river, so. <laughs> we have the river. You're exactly right. Yeah. And and I, I, I'm not sure. I know there's a lot of canoeing goes on around. And I guess tourism is affected by that. Sure. So how has tourism changed over the years? Well, there is more tourism now. I, if, if, that's, if that's anywhere close to an answer, there are more people traveling. We see more, um, we see more cars pulling trailers, motor homes. Um, I would say in the last 30 years or maybe less, tourism has has virtually doubled. I think it has. Yes, it's changed tremendously. Do you think that has anything to do with social media? 
yes, I do. Social media uh, is a very good thing. It can be bad, but it is good. Uh, it certainly lets people know what is available out there. And um, I'm sure places like our surrounding communities of Port and South really benefit by social media, letting people know just just what is going on. And we see the, the Toronto influx of people. They're just flocking to Grey Bruce. And, and I think that is because they're reading it on social media. They're, they're seeing what is out there and they want to get out of that big cement monster down there that they call a city. Yeah, the cement jungle. The cement jungle, that's The only what... thing I miss about it is I didn't have allergies over there. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've seen tons and tons of stuff on big, uh, big blogs and big news outlets saying like, you have to go to these places, and so many of them are in South Bruce, Tobamori, and Port Elgin, and Sable Beach. And um, going back to talking about a little bit about business, what would you say your typical day when you uh, owned your grocery store would look like? Well, I would I would be in the store about six thirty in the morning. We would open at I believe eight thirty. We opened about eight thirty, and it would be. Um, you know, get the day organized, make sure we had uh, the bake shop was ready to go. Um, I'm a meat cutter, so I was responsible for the fresh meat department, and I had to I had to work in that. Plus, we were do- receiving trucks, uh, dealing with salespeople, uh, sending in orders, uh, doing ordering from our Telzon system on the shelves, and uh, generally organizing. Um, our staff and seeing that the customers were looked after and you know that they got what they needed. Awesome. That would be a day I think yes. Yeah and then what time would your days end? Well we closed at, at 6 although the last few years we were open till 8 o'clock every day of the week and Sunday we were open 10 until 5. And um, could you tell me a little bit more about what it was like to start your own business? I think one of the the big challenges is um, getting to know the people and getting them to accept you. Because when you come to a small town, not so much now I don't think, but back 48 years ago, when you come from a small t- or a, a large center and come to a small town, people look at you like, hmm, I wonder who these people are. Do they have three eyes? You know, that type of thing. And I know the, um, I had some older ladies work in the store. They wouldn't like that if I said that now. Uh, They were were certainly older than me. And I think at some point they maybe resented this fact that this young guy from Kitchener with this, coming from this big store, and he's coming to tell us how we're going to do things when we've been doing it for years. I think that that was a challenge, but we we managed. We got along good. I'm, I'm a pretty easy guy to get along with. Um, what big projects did you work on on the council? Well, certainly, certainly coming, bringing natural gas to the area. That was a really big project for me personally. And we had no economic development budget when, when we came to, to council at one of the budget meetings, I said, could we get some money in for economic development? Let's get $50,000 in, which in the big picture isn't a lot of money. 
So they did that and we continued to work. I worked very hard. I was chairman of economic developments. I worked with Paisley Group. I think another big part of, of the municipality and that we did, we amalgamated our water departments. Instead of having three different budgets for three different communities, we got everything together. Uh, we kept our taxes. I don't think we ever had a year that the tax increase was over two and a half percent. We put we put tremendous amounts of monies into reserve, and that's so important in a municipality. So important. Yeah, those are huge things for the municipi- yeah. municipality. Yeah. So congratulations yeah. to you and, and the rest yeah. of the council who made that yeah, happen. I think it, it was great. I, I love it. And um, do you have any other fun stories from working on council? Certainly, I guess it's work, but it's fun whenever we could open a bridge or be part of something new. That's really fun. It's, it, it, it's fun and it's progressive. It's, it's showing people uh, that, that we do work, we do, we do spend their money um, prudently. And um, there were a lot of, actually council is, it's not really meant to be fun. It's, it's, it's all business. It's all business. But we had lots of good times. We would do road tours in the spring and we'd, we'd hire a bus. We'd get all the, uh, quite a few of the office staff, the building inspector, the, the, the clerk, and, and all the counselors. We'd, we'd tour the area. And that was really helpful. That was, that was um, you certainly got to see roads that you didn't know in your mind were there. And you got to see things that, that needed to be done. And um, that was that was really worthwhile. So that was fun. That was that was a fun part of it. So thanks so much for joining us, Peter, and thanks for telling us all of your stories. It was a pleasure to listen. Okay. Well, thank you very much. It's been yeah, this is enjoyable. I love doing stuff like this. Well, thank you. It was wonderful to have you, and you are a wonderful storyteller. So yes, thank I you. can tell stories. <laughs> This intergenerational project was made possible thanks to the funding received from the Government of Canada's New Horizon for Seniors program.